Magic Seekers and welcome to Turns Out She's a Witch. We're your hosts Tracy and Shannon and welcome to our podcast coven. Flies. It's amazing how things just happen when you do it. I know. That is very true. How was your Yule? Amazing. Yeah? Yeah, very magical. Mine too. Loved it. Love to hear it. Love the turning of the wheel. Mm, today, episode two, you wanted to talk about witches mm-hmm. and help our listeners understand um, the fact that not all witches are the same. Uh-huh. Uh, and why they're not all the same. Yes. Uh, and just to help with the terminology and the language, because I don't know, like, is it a little bit like uh, if people call me a clairvoyant, mm-hmm. not a medium, but what they think they mean by clairvoyant yes, is probably. someone who speaks to dead people that a medium does? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think it's just... Um, and the- how people assume that because I'm a psychic medium or mm-hmm. that because people are psychics that they can also talk to dead people yes, and they can't true. you have to be a psychic medium to do that mm-hmm. okay. it's all different lineages isn't yeah. it so it's yeah. the same with witchcraft there's different lineages okay depending on i guess culture and where you are in the world or what you're drawn to or what your family might have done and so like with me being a psychic and a medium and mm-hmm. using all of the psychic abilities yep I choose to do that. Mm-hmm. So if you're like going to be a, I don't know, a elemental witch, mm-hmm. do you, is that it? No, you can mix and blend. Okay. Yeah. So you can take bits Absolutely. from different pieces and be the whatever the fuck you want witch. Absolutely. I highly <laughs> recommend being a whatever the fuck you want witch. They're the best. <laughs> Go your own way, witch. Absolutely. So what kind of a witch are you? I would have identified as a green witch a few years back, but I think I'm more of an eclectic witch. What's a green witch? A green witch is one that is focused on nature and the elements. Uh, They work within nature and they practice in nature. Uh, They might love gardening, growing their own plants and herbs, and they have a deep connection to Mother Earth. Hmm, I know a few people like that. I think a lot of people that come into my life is I like that. Yeah. Very it must be the the grounding element to me because I'm not very grounded. Mhm. Hmm, yeah. Cool. And so you used to be like that. Yeah, I still am. I yep. still am, but I think different things I've picked up along the way, I would identify more as an eclectic witch now. So eclectic witches have a combination you have many forms of witchcraft. Uh, they blend traditions, they might incorporate aspects of other, you know, religions if you know, you were an eclectic witch who was also a Christian, which you can be. Really? Uh, yeah, you can blend those things. So you might oh, have... Whatever the fuck you want, witch. Bloody oath, yeah. I don't think a Christian would say whatever the fuck you want, witch, but hey. Yeah, true. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. Uh, so, yeah, quick, eclectic witches have a practice based upon their own level of understanding and knowledge. So there's no set traditions or belief systems for an eclectic witch. 
uh, they keep what resonates and what doesn't, you let it go. Uh, so I am an eclectic wit. Yeah, yeah. And I guess as you grow and evolve, some things that you might have done would have served you, but you don't use it anymore and you've picked up new skills or new tools or... Yeah, so that's why I would say eclectic because it's forever changing and growing just like I am. Hmm. I just saw on your list Solitary Witch and I've always thought that that was me. Oh, look, I would call myself solitary as well because I I don't belong to a coven. Um, Yes, you do. The podcast coven. Well, now I do. So I'm not solitary anymore. (laughs) And also... I think that has recently shifted for me to doing all the circle work because mm. I hold new and full moon circles. They might be different women all the time, but I'm still working with other women. It's like the modern bringing coven. energy. Yeah. So. Okay. So for anyone that doesn't know, a solitary witch practices alone, uh, so outside of a coven, and this individual form um, can be incorporated into all the other pathways. But it just means you're solo. Basically, you do your rituals by yourself. So, so far, I am an eclectic solitary witch. Yes. Yes. Psychic medium. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I need that on a badge <laughs> or a T-shirt. <laughs> I am an eclectic witch, solitary witch, psychic, medium. Yeah. Mother. Mother. <laughs> wife. <laughs> Come and join my coven. Yes. <laughs> okay, so what other witches are there? So just to name a few, because there are too many to talk about in this podcast for today, we'd be on here for a long time, uh, but there's Kitchen Witch, so they're sometimes called a Hearth Witch. So magic is pursued primarily within the home and kitchen. Um, they believe in like practical magic, so making, you know, tonics and lotions and Herbal remedies, uh, they use oils for healing. Uh, kitchen witches may also grow their own herbs in the garden and they use those within their, you know, poultices and teas and all those beautiful healing remedies. Uh, but these witches were the ones, ironically, that were, even though they're called the healing witches, were the target of most of the European witch trials under King James following the plague. Uh, because when these witches were able to heal and cure illness and the church couldn't... What kind of witchcraft is this? Exactly. Black magic. You were able to save them. The church wasn't. So you're doing something evil and witchy. In comes paganism. Yeah. Well, out goes paganism. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but in comes the... Um, the, the, um, the Witch trials. Well, the... Um, the definition or not the definition but the the um the complete detachment mm. from two from sides. that knowledge yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's a kitchen witch and then you've got a hedge witch so these witches get their name from straddling the hedge between the physical world and the world of spirit <laughs> maybe so I'm you a might witch. be a hedge witch Tracy. <laughs> so this form of witchcraft is very nature-based mm-hmm. and has a lot in common with shamanism and many hedge witches will practice some form of mediumship. There you go. Maybe I'm just like a hedge witch that just likes to sit facing one side of the hedge. Maybe. Because <laughs> honestly, I'm not nature-based. Yep. Like I miss that in all of these so far. I do not have any yeah. inclination to be any part of that. Yep. Okay, so I've got probably a dash of hedge. A dash of hedge. Zero kitchen. 
And then there's also, this one may resonate, a sea witch. So a sea witch has really strong ties to the water, oh, especially damn, the ocean. confusing me. I'm having an identity <laughs> crisis. And um, they may practice uh, with the ocean, river, lakes or ponds and utilise things like sand, shells or water in their magical practices. And these magical rituals may also involve, you know, sitting next to or being near a body of water. Well, that's the sea part of me because mm. a lot of my downloads occur at the ocean yeah. and a lot of my uh, my balancing occurs at the ocean. So as a psychic medium, I'm fine, but as a human, mm-hmm. when I become overwhelmed with human, yeah. um, the ocean is where it's restored into a harmony. Mm. Yeah, and I'd love to know what our listeners resonate with as well because I think a lot of people would resonate with ocean witch or sea witch witch. Mm. because I know myself um it's funny you say that about don't downloads I do get a lot of downloads at the ocean but I get them in the shower even oh yeah me too yeah yeah like crystal clear things just drop into my head and I emerge from the shower like okay this is a new idea (laughs) (laughs) run with this one So it's definitely, um, yeah, the element of water and communication and mm. intuition. So just before you give me a couple of other ones, what, uh, why are these broken down? Like why isn't just a witch a witch? Well, is a wine a wine? You know what I mean? Like there's so many different kinds of, <laughs> of wine. Well, I found out that a whiskey is not a whiskey. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. You. Like you could apply that to almost anything. Like... I guess which is the broad term. Right. But within that term, there is so many different little nuances and okay. different... Okay. So yeah. to, to... Different flavours. So to the witchy inclined, mm-hmm. um, they would know if you said, hey, I'm, I'm a little bit eclectic, a little bit solitary, a little bit sea witch and sitting on the hedge about the hedge witch, <laughs> they would go, oh, yeah, I get all of that. Yes. Whereas yeah. to someone who doesn't know, you just go, I'm a witch. Yep. Yes. Okay. And look, you don't have to label it. If you don't want to label it, you don't have to label it. But these... So similar to, I'm a psychic medium. Most mm-hmm. people will have their idea of what they think that is. But inside of that, I am claircognizance, clairsentience, clairaudience, mm-hmm. clairvoyant, like all of the clairs. Yeah. But not all psychics are mm-hmm. and not all psychic mediums are. Yep. So it's like within that. Okay, cool. I'm on. I understand. <laughs> I am following. Yay. Uh, and then did we cover elemental witch? Nope. I don't think we may have touched on that. So elemental witches use the four elements found on earth within their magical practices. So you've got the elements of air, earth, fire and water. And Gosh. also. Gosh, I'm also an elemental. Tick box. <laughs> And also work with uh, astrological signs that correspond with the elements within their practices uh, and they may have a separate altar within their home for each element. So it's very element-driven. Mm-hmm. And I can also resonate with that too. Mm. Yeah. Well, hence why I'm an eclectic witch because I definitely have a bit of the sea witch and a bit of the elemental witch, a bit of the green witch. Oh, so the so am I an eclectic witch Yeah. have all of those yeah. in me? Yeah. Because I was just trying to imagine a T-shirt. That just had eclectic. like all the witches down there and then just crossed out <laughs> kitchen witch at the bottom. 
I must say, um, Kitchen Witch ain't my forte either. <laughs> and like, and maybe even Green Witch. I'm, I'm not flat sure. out boiling water. <laughs> <laughs> I've just discovered that if I don't cook, somebody else will. Oh, it's great. It's like magic. That's <laughs> it my witchcraft. <laughs> okay, so what about the Wiccan Witch? So a Wiccan witch is also known as a traditional witch. They follow the religion of Wicca uh, and they observe the traditions, the rules and the rituals set forth from the governing body. Um, You do not have to be a Wiccan to practice witchcraft, but most Wiccans practice witchcraft, Mm -hmm. if that made sense. So tell me about that. So Wicca is a religion? Yes, so Wicca and witchcraft are not the same. Mm -hmm. So um, just wanted to clear that up. And so people who practice or people who who are um, practising Wicca, they are Wiccans. Yes. Not witches. Well, they may identify as witches, I'm not too sure. Well, they might be a Wiccan witch. Yeah, yes. So Wicca is a religion, it's a spiritual belief uh, system just like Christianity or Islam. Uh, The purpose of Wicca is to honour a god and goddess Mm -hmm. or the god and goddess and observing the turning of the wheel and they pay attention um, to their own spiritual path. And Wicca was popularised in England by Gerald... Say that word again. Popular... (laughs) (laughs) Popularised. You know what I mean, Tracy. (laughs) In England by Gerald Gardner in the 1940s. So it has rules, it has structure, it has hierarchy. Um, There's initiations and things like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Mm. so it is a religion. Where witchcraft is not a religion but a spiritual practice. Uh, So most witches are pagan, uh, but a witch can have any religious beliefs or none at all. Um, Hence the Christian witches. Yeah, you can. Yeah, absolutely. If that's your belief system. Um, Witchcraft, yeah, you don't have to work or involve deities in your rituals. Uh, and But it is concerned with the use of spells, herbs and talismans to achieve a desired outcome, uh, such as healing, protection, prosperity, love. Uh, witchcraft is an ancient universal practice that appears in all cultures throughout history in some way, shape or form. So when I was younger, um, I used to call myself a white witch. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I said that with the belief that a white witch was someone who didn't work with dark forces and dark sources and energies but instead chose to work with the lighter forces and sources and energies. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I had no fucking idea what I was talking about Mm -hmm. except that I knew that I didn't work with the dark, I worked with the light. But is white witch, is that what the white witch is? I would say yes, Mm. yeah, definitely. And look, there would definitely be darker energies at play and I know there is black magic and there is a darker side to magic um but it's like people you think about some people are just (laughs) nasty (laughs) and so they're going to be nasty witches and some people are beautiful and they're going to be like all white light witches you know um Mm -hmm. yeah it's like anything I think Mm -hmm. if you put that put your energy into it it's going to take on that form so but in saying that you'd be pretty you know I don't know, I wouldn't be messing with any dark magic because everything comes back threefold. That is a belief in witchcraft, that whatever you put out, you manifest back three times. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, which I careful. observe that mm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, you've written this quote here that I really like. Yes. Um, 
Starhawk? Who is Starhawk? Oh, so Starhawk is a witch. Um, her books are amazing. I can highly recommend them. And Where I'm, is she from? She's in the US. So she is amazing. So, yeah, one of my favourite quotes of hers from a book called The Spiral Dance and that was one of the first books of hers that I read. Um, to reclaim the word witch is to reclaim our right as women to be powerful. Right. And so that has brought something up for me. So what is a male witch? Still a witch. Yes. And they practice the same way? Yes. And so what about their their cycles? They'd be more around the sun. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. sun the cycles, masculine. the masculine. Because the mm-hmm. moon's the feminine. Yeah. Although and we both, like we all have both within us, as you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we would both, so my husband and I, and so my husband, Matt, mm-hmm. and say you and Boo, we would all follow the wheel of the year. Yep. But they would follow the sun phase and we would follow the lunar phase for mm-hmm. our internal workings, I guess. Yes. On mm-hmm. that inner layer. Yeah. Okay, cool. Although like in that. saying that, Boo does follow the lunar phases as well with me. <laughs> Such a chick. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I reckon Matt would do? Well, he does the he does the full moon burning and the intention setting and yeah that side of things. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Same with Matt. Although I don't think that he really likes to do all of that. Um, But I don't think he knows that it's a feminine Mm -hmm. energy practice. Well, traditionally the moon like was women that worked with moon energy. Right. Traditionally. Okay. Right, so that's why, that's why then um, most of the stuff that we see these days is mostly about the moon. Yeah. Because we're all mostly following people on social media that are women. Yeah, very much so. Um, sister circle stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all mainly following the moon. Yeah. Ceremonies and rituals as opposed to sun ceremonies and rituals. Yeah. Mm. And in saying that, um, like there's definitely a need for ritual for men as well. I think that's a big gap. Uh, Boo, Matt, did you hear? Yeah, in this day and age, I feel like women, we've got all these beautiful things that have come about in recent times where we have this outlet and a space to be spiritual and to tap into that and to tap into community. Uh, But I do feel like our boys and our men need the same thing. But in saying that, women were oppressed for so long. So I can see why it's been this big rise uh, of the divine feminine to create these safe spaces for us to... Yeah, reclaim our power and reclaim our inner knowledge and wisdom. I think, yeah, I totally see that as well. And, you know, I am definitely not a feminist by any way, shape or form, Mm -hmm. Um, but I understand both sides of it equally. But I think that as women, like I know in in who I am and what I do, um, that um, the female soul is a more evolved version of a soul than a male soul. Mm -hmm. And that with the females reclaiming their power, the women reclaiming their power, all that energy, whatever you identify as, mm-hmm. if you're a, if you're reclaiming this, um, that it is really to help bring back it into balance and to recognize how how powerful that masculine is, and we need to provide that framework and and the utilities for them to be able to come back into into their own power because with them in their full power and us in our full power, that's where the magic is at, mm. not an imbalance between the two. Mm-hmm. But in the, the male energy was never going to bring a balance, but the female energy is powerful enough to bring that balance up. Mm-hmm. And so creating some more ritual and space and framework and guidance for the men to do that. Yeah, um, I see a lot of people in 
in my circle of like wider circle of um, acquaintances, a lot of the men in that area doing a lot of the um, the um, the masculine, um, you know, voyager and warrior mm. and all of that energy where they get together and it's all very, uh, very powerful stuff. Mm. Um, it's the complete like yin to the yang of the feminine, all sister circles getting together. It mm-hmm. is very masculine focused, but it is healthy masculinity. Yeah. It is vulnerable masculinity. It is them embracing the femininity inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just like we're embracing our masculinity in order to be able to rise into our feminine. Yeah. Um, but the women are the ones that eventually, I hope, with this feminism, in, in my personal opinion, I hope that eventually that the feminists can move out of their way, uh, their own way, so that they can actually bring the change that that they wish to see, not just keep talking about the problem. Mm. Like work towards the change. And the change is that, yes, the feminine needs to rise and the feminine needs to control the narrative moving forward to bring the men into a place where they can thrive. Mm. Um, and, and it's not that our current day, it's not our current day masculine energy that's causing that. It, yeah. This is like, this is ancient. It is, stuff yeah, and yeah mm-hmm. and like in our lives we have men i'm like surrounded by men who are not like that at yeah, all same here mm. and they allow me to shine and allow you to shine yeah. and all the women in my life shine because their men are shining yeah and it's a complementary existence mm. and much. that is only because we create space for each other to mm. do that yeah but th- having one end too heavy it's there's never going to be what we're all looking for mm. and so you can heavily discuss the problem yeah and the well not the problem because it's not even an our problem the mm. now problem is that you're staying in the imbalance mm. and that you're focusing on the imbalance yeah if if like if those people could understand energy mm. and how it needs to be dispersed and placed i think the world would be a better place yeah sure Mm. and you'll get used to my controversial (laughs) insights (laughs) listeners sorry (laughs) i try and keep them to myself but when i get passionate about something and when i feel that like no one's saying it Mm. it's like why not just say it like acknowledge it and let's get those thought leaders and those little seeds planted of Mm. different ways to look at things in order to bring the change that we all really really want yeah what's honoring the divine masculine as well as the divine feminine correct and in cultures across the world you think about um like circle work as such so you know i have my sister circles which are the women mm-hmm. but then you do need the circles for the men so you think even in aboriginal culture they had their circles or their rituals that were just for the men and then the ones just for the women and then together so mm-hmm. i feel yeah there's a real need for that we we need our space with our feminine so that we feel safe and vulnerable and can share and and process Mm -hmm. and I feel like the guys need the same thing Uh, but then we also need this other space that we can come together and and do ritual and honor you know absolutely where the wheel of the year kind of comes in so yeah mm. and that's that's um that's harmony Mm. that's the balance that we need but you know, like um, a few years ago, a, a concept of, of a marriage was introduced to me, like a di- not the concept of marriage, but <laughs> we married for 16 years this year, so I hope it came sooner than that. But a, 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 a different kind of concept of what a marriage 
could mm-hmm. look like or should look like from an energetic perspective was introduced. And it literally turned everything on its head for my marriage mm-hmm. and um, has made it like what it is today, mm. which is ridiculously strong yeah. um, and healthy mm. and thriving um, for both of us. But what it did was it put Matt at the centre of my my relationship and me at the centre of his relationship. Mm-hmm. And so it's in my best interest to help him thrive and it's in his best interest to help me thrive and together we thrive in our relationship. Yeah. We're not responsible for each other's thriving and success outside of our relationship, mm-hmm. but when our two energies come together in that sacred space, he is my top priority and yeah. I am his top priority. And if we can get that dance to come back as a, like, as firstly in the home, Mm-hmm. And then in the in the community, and then within the state, and in the country, and in, yeah. and, and in like yeah. in that bigger picture, that's the harmony. But it does take this self awareness mm. um, and working together. And yeah. like there, there are bigger problems than feminists and toxic masculinity going on. Like mm. there's a personal agendas hidden all over the place, and people that will flop to and throw between toxic masculinity you know, toxic masculinity and feminism mm. and depending on what they're getting out of it. Yeah. Like there, there's no loyalty there. Mm. But I think what you just said in terms of there is a place for women and yes. there is a place for men and there is a place where we come together. Mm-hmm. And if the women are getting what the women need and the men are getting what the men need from their own energy, mm-hmm. from their own safety Filling and security the and their yeah. root chakra and everything is full. Yes. Then when they come together, that's magic. It is. It and is. It, it's thriving. It's growth. Mm. I think mm. that's a beautiful thing about uh, witchcraft as such on that path is you do have to be self-aware to follow to follow the path. Um, it is a constant reflection of what is going on Absolutely. within you and in the world around you. So it's that beautiful balance. Yeah, mm. and it just kind of ripples out into everything. Mm. So moral of the story, I'm getting a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And it's going to say... Eclectic. Well, no. I like this one better. It's going to go hedge witch, green witch, sea witch, (laughs) elemental witch, solitary witch, wiccan witch, eclectic witch, and it's just going to have kitchen witch at the bottom crossed out. Love it. Yeah. And then the hedge witch, I'm going to like cross it out and say I'm on the fence about this one or I'm on I'm, I'm a half she's on built, the hedge she's built a fence through the hedge <laughs> I'm not straddling the hedge I'm like horse I'm not straddling I'm like sitting half on the side like a lady on the hedge just going I don't know I don't know if I want to go the other side oh. and you can get the eclectic witch oh you can get the boss witch boss witch boss witch I like that <laughs> Oh, I love it. Thank you for that. And so do we have a magical tool of the week for this Ooh, week? Oh, we do have a magical tool of the week. So what is it? It is a crystal this week and it is called selenite. So it's one of my favourite ones. I've got I love a little selenite piece too. in here. Uh, so it does look like the light of the moon is within it. When you move it around in the light, it just shimmies and it's just gorgeous. So it is a highly protective and clearing crystal it is self-cleansing so you don't need to put it out in the moonlight if you don't want to um i always like to give mine a little bath every now and then in the moonlight not in water because they can dissolve in water Uh, and you can place your other crystals your jewelry around selenite and it will cleanse and charge them Uh, it's a beautiful one to have in a lounge room or a family room to clear energy um, you can also use a selenite wand to cover um, 
your auric field. So before I go to bed, I've got a selenite wand um, that I have next to my bed so I don't forget. And I just run it over like the back of my neck and kind of over the top of my head and away from me both sides and while That's I'm saying that. an interesting thing. I've never heard it called a selenite wand before. Oh, really? <laughs> no, you didn't get my joke. Ha! Now that Matthew Tracy. So I, yeah, I run it over like the back of my neck, mm-hmm. over the top of my head <laughs> and, and out while saying I release all negative forms of attachment and I do that both times and that clears my energy before I go to sleep. And you're I bet it does. Packing yourself. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, anyway, so cool. back we need to, to get some merch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I got merch ideas coming out of left, right, and center right now. Oh my god, I love it. And (laughs) also in the bedroom is a sleep aid, so um, Mm -hmm. you can place it under (laughs) your bed. Uh, I have a beautiful story, actually. My little nephew Leon was having trouble sleeping and whatnot, so I made him a wand um, that had rosemary and. Lavender, so lavender for peace, rosemary for protection and clearing. And um, the best, Arnie. That was pretty good. Mm, And I bound it all and um, they placed it underneath his cot because this is when he was a newborn. And, yeah, my brother and his wife said that it made a difference, that he was sleeping and much better. Aww. Yeah. And so would they just take the rosemary lavender away and replace it? Was it fresh or was it dried? It was fresh but it could be Good stay just dry. as beautiful Still dry, works. yeah. Yep. It smells amazing. So, mm. Oh, thank you. And as uh, will happen, I will post a photo of the selenite for the social media. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't followed us yet, follow us on Instagram at turns out underscore she's a witch mm-hmm. on Instagram. And, yeah, check out the other podcasts too in the Turns Out Network. Turns out she's a psychic and turns out it's haunted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, send us emails at tospsychic at gmail.com if you've mm-hmm. got any questions. If yeah, you've got if you have things. any questions about any magical tools you're interested in or yeah, anything. Yeah. Anything to do with the pagan path. Anything I'm happy I can to ask answer. Shannon? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Happy to answer. And have an amazing, magical, blessed week. Absolutely. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.